and my support system will always grow and, and develop as I do. So as I make more, the people around me will make more than me. I never want to be the smartest person in the room. So I'm always going to be looking for more smarter people to follow, to be around, you know, just to kind of connect with. And I think that that will really help me be where I want to be in five years. Once upon a time, there were tens of thousands of makers struggling. Every day they built for hours and hours but didn't ship and didn't earn enough income. One day, the No Code Wealth podcast and newsletter came to help them find a way. Because of this, makers became founders and earned the money they deserve. Because of this, founders can have growth, freedom, and wealth. Until tomorrow, No Code becomes the next big skill that changes the future of humanity. That's what I'm all about. Hello, my name is Abdulaziz. And from an ethical hacker to a European Ivy League business graduate to a hypnotherapist to a growth marketer, I've lost everything twice. And now I'm rebuilding my life one more time, 1% a day. The No Code Wealth podcast and newsletter are for the makers and founders who have the proactivity, perspective, and persistence to go on this journey with me and get from experts the answers about money, marketing, and mindsets so that makers become earners, earners become founders, and founders get freedom and create wealth. My guest today is a real strategic thinker. Her name is Vijay Niles, and from starting the Niles Group to being a business mentor to graduating with an MBA from Campbell University, from helping professionals pivot and move to higher levels in their careers, to those who plan and ship she helps them grow their startups. VJ has seen it all from the rock bottom to the recognized success and is here to share her wisdom with us. VJ, how are you today? I am doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. And I'm really, really curious about your life journey. You had such an eventful, interesting, colorful background. Can you share with us your journey until today, what brought you to do the work that you do? What matters to you that put you on this path? And about who VJ is? Sure, sure, sure. So my name is Vikasia J. Niles. I go by VJ. And I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I've worked in four different fields. And I went from when I was one of those kids that used to sell candy in school. But I wanted to go to school to be a lawyer. And then I said, no, I'm not interested in law. I really love business. So I ended up going to get my MBA. And along the way, like I said, I've had four different careers. I've worked in IT, insurance, higher education, and HR. And I learned at about 22 years old how to climb the corporate ladder. But then I realized that wasn't the path I wanted to take. But I watched so many of my peers and my friends struggle with climbing this ladder. And a lot of people would come to me for career advice um, throughout the years. I was the president of MBA Women New York City. And so I would have a lot of students getting their MBAs, a lot of women transitioning careers who would come to me and ask me for advice, ask me for strategy tips. You know, what should I do? How can I move my career forward? And it just made sense to me to really focus in more on that. 
now this is my fourth business as well. Um, I've owned a summer camp. I did some recruiting for a while. And this one really, really gave me more of a passion. I realized like the recruiting was cool, but it wasn't enough, right? I enjoyed helping people find a job, but what was really very fulfilling to me was to help them with that journey, teaching people how to talk about themselves, how to boost their confidence, how to pivot in their careers. Like that really excited me. I love when my clients call me and they're like, VJ, I got the job. I did what you said and I made the connection and I got this new opportunity. Like that brings me such joy. And then that's how I knew that this was the path and this was the right business for me. I love that. It represents to me something that I believe wholeheartedly, which is that life is telling us moment by moment through our emotions and what we seem to gravitate towards, what we should be doing, our purpose in this world. And it's not enough to do something you're good at. It's also good to do something that is meaningful, like the work you do. You spoke about connection. You said the person said, I um, made the connection and I got the role or the result. So are you somebody who guides people in how to network, how to connect with the right people, how to show your value to others in a way that is social so that you get more opportunities come your way? And if so, can you speak about that? Sure. So I love networking, right? And I know sometimes people hear that word, they cringe, they want to hide under the bed, they can't stand it. I love it. I love meeting new people. I love making new relationships. And what I do is I make it easy for people. One piece of advice I give, and this is good when the world is open and we can um, you know, go back to networking in person, is make a game out of it. Make it fun and easy for yourself, especially if you're an introvert and you have a hard time just talking to people. Um, I always suggest to people to make a game out of it, especially if you're going into an environment where there's a lot of people of similar backgrounds, right? Like, let's say you're an accountant and you're going to a networking event with other accountants. You're not really so much focused on, so what do you do? You're really there to build relationships. Pick a color and choose whatever color you like. Don't make it some hard color, but say like, I'm going to talk to anybody wearing red and say, I'm going to talk to at least 10 people wearing red and then I can go home. And it takes a lot of pressure off of you. If you go through it without thinking, okay, I have to collect business cards, um, but I'm actually making relationships, it makes it so much easier for you. So I really love networking. I really love to get out and meet people. I'm always teaching people how to do it and do it effectively. And the biggest thing is to make sure you follow up because that's where people miss out on opportunities is they don't follow up with the people that they met. Whether it's for your career or for your business, if you meet somebody and they ask you for something or you say you're going to send them something, do it and do it within 48 hours. Make it a priority. Always try to offer something first so that you're not always just asking for stuff, right? Like if you're looking for, you know, even if you're looking for, let's say you're looking for speaking engagements, you could always talk to somebody about what they do, offer ways to help them. Like, you know what? I think this is a good organization you might want to check out. It might be a great place for you to network. Something as simple as that could go a long way for somebody else. I love it. I noticed multiple things that are very smart, you said there. First, for introverts, actually, it's a superpower to be a good listener because Like you said, we will notice 
those opportunities to add value and follow up and connect people that if somebody is speaking all the time, they will miss out on. And the second, a very stoic from the stoic philosophy thing of not trying to do something you cannot control, which is to network well and get people to like you, but to say, I will speak to everyone who is wearing red, which is under your control. And therefore, it's not something that will cause stress because stress comes from trying to control what is uncontrollable. And therefore, it's a bad way to live. And to understand, what is the work of a career strategist? Because it's very beautifully said. And to some people, it might feel like, I'm not really sure what that means and how that can help me. Sure, sure. So what I do, there's career coaching and there's career strategy, and I do both, but I lean more towards the strategy side. And the best way to explain the two is when you're with a coach, a coach is going to help you reach your aha moment, right? You might be struggling, trying to figure out something and you haven't hit that aha. That's what it is. That's what I want to do. That's what I love. Some people need that help. Some people know what they want to do. They have their aha moment. They just don't know how to make it happen. And as a strategist, I help you go from aha to here's a plan to implement and make it happen. So for most of my clients, they have their aha and maybe a third don't. So we'll do some coaching in terms of how to get to your aha moment. But then for the rest of it with the strategy, what happens is we discuss different ways for you to make it happen. And then we also look at what do you need to improve on? And those are the things that I'll help coach you through, um, help guide you through so that this way, you know, like, let's say you want to want to go to the C-suite, but you're like, I'm lacking in certain skills. So we look at that. Let's do a skills assessment, see what you're missing. Let's see how we're going to close the gap. And then we'll work on what I can help you with and then what you need to get other help with, right? Because sometimes you might need to go take a course on something. If you're not good at speaking, you might want to join Toastmasters to increase your speaking capability. So I might, you know, that's something I do suggest to people if they're like, you know, I want to speak more, but I'm nervous. I'm not sure if I'm a good speaker. I might go join Toastmasters. We put that strategy in place. So that's the, the difference. And basically, that's what I do as a career strategist. You know, I help my clients just get to their next level of success. I love that. And it's very, very proactive. It's most people live in the, in the world reactively where they're letting events and what happened guide them to uh, fight those fires and just keep running like a headless chicken, if I might say. <laughs> but when you have a plan and you have a strategy, then you can stick to that plan no matter what happens and know that is the priority. And it's like your North Star that both gives you clarity, it gives you peace of mind that you're working exactly on what you need to do. And someone with your experience will see things that they cannot see. And therefore, you can show them the right path so that they don't need to make the mistakes that will eventually happen if they try to do it all on themselves, saving them time yes. and a lot of emotional pain. And as a business coach, can you tell us mm -hmm. a few things about what do you see often is missing in the understanding or the practices of founders and startup entrepreneurs and business owners that when you coach, you notice this weakness and you work on a lot? 
Um, a lot of it is confidence and professional, uh, not professional, personal development, right? Because so many times for entrepreneurs, um, you're focused on, I got to get my product out. I got to get my service out. I have to market. I have to do this. I have to do that. And you're serving other people, but you also forget to serve yourself. Now, for a third of my clients, like they're working a job and they have a side business that they eventually want to turn into their full-time thing. And within that, I'm always like, okay, what's your why? Because when you remember what your why is, you always know what you're fighting for, especially on the hard days. Then I talk time management and we're in there. Are you working on you? Right. And if you're an extrovert and I'm an extrovert, we need to refill our cups externally. And so what do you do for that? Like I noticed recently for myself, my energy was going down and I was like, oh, I know why my cup is getting empty. I haven't refilled me. So I've taken time the last week and a half to really do more motivational things, different types of practices. So it's always making sure that entrepreneurs remember to include themselves in their plan, right? As you have your marketing plan and your operational stuff, your standard um your SOPs, there has to be a plan for you to make sure you have downtime, make sure that you're in development, and to make sure that you celebrate the wins along the way. I love that. And it's like in airplanes, and I hope you know travel will return 100% soon when the world gets better. If there is any problem, the oxygen mask comes down. You have to care for yourself yes. first and put your own oxygen mask so that you can help others. But if you're weak, you need help. You cannot really help other people, no matter how hard you try. And in your experiences, when it comes to somebody who has a job but is growing a business on the side, and I believe these are two different set of skills, the climbing the corporate ladder and mm -hmm. starting your own business. What things do they need, people who are in the working corporate that they need to learn about to improve, to master in order to become good at starting and building businesses? I think it's just, it's going to be a lot of different things. You want to make sure that you understand every side of it, because when you're in corporate or just when you just have a job, I'll put you that way. When you're an employee, the systems have already been built. There are different departments for everything. And you're just usually siloed by what you do. But when you become an entrepreneur, you're every one of those departments in the beginning, right? Especially if you're a solopreneur, you are operations, your customer service, your accounting, your tech support, you're doing it all. So, and, and you're the one that has to create those systems. So if you're a person that needs systems and you're not good at creating systems while you're at work, look at the systems that they use and see if those are, are systems that you could possibly use in your business. Now, granted, they won't be at that same size to start, but if there's like a workflow process that you really like, that you would like to implement in your own business, learn it, learn it well, so that you can implement it in your own business. I love that. And they need the stomach for it because when you are the business owner, the money that comes in is your sole responsibility. It's not like being an employee where you know at the end of the week or month, there is a paycheck that will come mm -hmm. either way. It's not. It's you are responsible for you and every single employee. And if you don't make the money come in, it's uh, it's game over, basically. And that's a bad right. place to be in. That's why 
experts like you are needed and necessary so that they minimize the risks and reduce the, the dangers that could be there and they're not even aware of them. And to ask you on a side note that maybe isn't directly related to this, but many people nowadays keep on saying that going to university, getting an MBA is an inflated useless kind of uh, relic of the past that doesn't serve anybody and now you can go on master class or even youtube and get knowledge that people pay a hundred thousand for to get some uh, mba and master's degree in business and all that do you believe this what is your opinion on it and how valuable was your mba to your evolution so here's the thing an mba is useful when you're working in corporate An MBA is really geared to teach you how to work for somebody else. And if that's your goal, it's great. And you can use it for that. Education is important when you do something with it. It doesn't matter how you get educated. You have to do something with the material that you learn. Otherwise, it's just a waste. I was a professional student. I have two bachelor's degrees and an MBA. And for me, I thought once I decided I did not want to go to law school and I did the MBA route with my first business, I had a business partner. She went to law school. So I did the master's of business administration thinking I'll learn all of this stuff to help our business. I apologize for the plane going by. I live near the airport. And the business side helped a little on certain things. But when I went for my MBA, there weren't programs that specialized in entrepreneurship like there are today. So you can get an MBA with a concentration in entrepreneurship, where in the past you could not. Is it a necessity? Absolutely not, because I've learned way more about business as an entrepreneur than in any classroom. And you're always going to that's always going to be the case because classrooms cannot keep up with the real world. It's always going to have a little delay. So I wouldn't put so much focus on I have to have this degree in order to start my business unless you're going into professional fields like a doctor, a lawyer, an accounting, something that you have to have, you know, that certain level of credential for. Otherwise, you can learn a lot on your own. But what you also need to do is just get help because we don't know what we don't know. And this is my fourth business. And what I learned was I couldn't do it by myself. I I didn't know what I didn't know and I needed help. And when I went and got a coach, things got better for me because then I saw what I didn't know. And then that gave me a chance to be able to serve more people better because I'm good at what I do to help people with their careers. But at that point, I was struggling with moving my business forward into the next stage. So for the business people that I do work with, it is the entry level people because there's different stages of your business. And if it's trying to start a side business while you're at work, or you have one, but you haven't done much to it while you're working and you want to do more. Those are the people I work with, the people that also want to create an exit strategy so that they can leave their job and go full time in their business, because that's not an overnight process either. So we put plans in place and get them on a path of how do you do this? And whenever I do strategy and planning with somebody, We look at scenarios because scenarios are very important, right? Because sometimes it's not just about having a plan because sometimes people don't have a backup plan. But when you look at different scenarios, you'll know what to do when something doesn't go according to plan because you're looking like, okay, this, the first scenario is everything in life is great. I have money saved up. 
this happens, that happens, clients are lined up great. The next scenario is money's okay. I'm not struggling, but I'm comfortable. And we take this all the way down to it's just complete chaos. I am broke. I have nothing. What do I do? So if you hit like five different scenarios and one of them happened, you don't have to go, oh my God, my plan has failed. I don't know what to do. My backup plan might not work. I don't know what to do. You can look at the scenarios and go, oh wait, that's scenario three. We've already worked this out. I know exactly what to do. And it helps you pivot faster and it helps you fail forward. I love that. And in many ways, the ability to survive, to play another day, which is to survive the worst case scenario is a big, big thing that people try to avoid because they say, oh, I don't want to be negative and it's positive thinking mm-hmm. all the way. And the fact that you said now, when you get a coach for your fourth business, it changed everything to you. Mm-hmm. To me, is that metaphor in old times where they used to say the earth is on top of the shell on on a big turtle and then when they ask him okay and this turtle is on top of what another turtle and then another turtle it's turtles all the way down and the same with choosing a coach or somebody to help you choose somebody who has a coach too to coach them so that they will be powerful and ready and they're tank is full to be able to help you. And each person should choose a coach who has a coach and a consultant and people who are supporting them so that they can show up as their best, giving you their best in every interaction. And to you, let's say we spoke back five years from now and we are together. And I ask you, VJ, right now, you into it's 2025 and you feel that personally and professionally you are satisfied with where you are and we look back at today what needs to happen until that moment for you to be absolutely happy with where you'll be in five years from now well i'll i'll be happy in five years because i plan to 10x my business every year year over year for the next five years And by doing that, I'll be able to impact more people. I'll be able to do more of the things that I want to do. So I think to get there, it's just a matter of my mindset, um, having the right systems and processes in place and the right support system. And I feel like I have those now so I can just continue what I'm doing and continue growing. And my support system will always grow and, and develop as I do. So as I make more the people around me will make more than me. I never want to be the smartest person in the room. So I'm always going to be looking for more smarter people to follow, to be around, you know, just to kind of connect with. And I think that that will really help me be where I want to be in five years. I love that. And let's get more specific. You know, don't keep all your secrets to yourself. (laughs) What do you believe are the secrets to 10x in your business every year you have had a lot of challenging times learned many lessons if you could reveal some of these secrets that allow a person to 10x their business in one year what would they be i would say one of the things you really want to do is look at who you're surrounded by 
if you are surrounded by people that don't cheer for you and support you at the right level, you need to shift that. Most people focus in on their family and friends, but sometimes you have an idea that they just don't comprehend. If it's something that they don't do, something they're not aware of, they can't support you at the level that you want and stop expecting them to. What you do is find entrepreneurial friends who can support you, that you can bounce ideas off of that won't go, oh, you should just get a job and not do that when you have a hard day. So having the right people around you helps. Increasing your visibility definitely helps. You can't expect people to come to you and just buy your stuff and they have no idea who you are. So you're going to have to push past your comfort zone. Or if you do like I did, I just blew it up. And I said, I'm going to sit comfortably in discomfort so that I can grow. Um, so raise your visibility. If you're not doing videos, do videos. And I know a lot of people don't want to do videos. I was one of those people. I hated video. Like you can stick me in front of a room of people and I'll talk all day, but I did not want to do videos. I am now live weekly on Facebook and, um, LinkedIn. I do motivational videos most mornings. Like I do a lot of videos now, but, and it has helped increase my visibility. Also, look at your operational stuff. Look at your processes. Look at how you can scale your business. And then really look at multiple streams of income within your business. If you are a service-based company, what else can you do besides your services? You can be doing online classes, online academies. You can do speaking. Um, you can do merchandise. You know, have like a t-shirt shop. Like there's so many different things that you can do to add to that. Don't pigeonhole yourself into one spot. Network with more people and always develop yourself. And I think that's that's what I've been working on this year. And so far, I am at eight times what I did last year. Thank you. That was really, really valuable. So if people want to learn more about you, to connect with you, to follow you, what links should they go to and where to find you? Sure. You can find me on LinkedIn. It's under VJ Niles, just the letter V, the letter J, Niles, like the Nile River with an S. Um, on Instagram, I am at the Niles Group, and it's also the Niles Group on Facebook. But if you want to have a conversation with me, LinkedIn is definitely the place to find me, or you can go to my website, www.thenilesgroup.com. Thank you, VJ. That was wonderful. I wish you a great day. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been a pleasure. Mm -hmm.